1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Ah, there you all are. It's nice to be back. <laughs> On the Doggy Pod. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett. I'm here with my good friend. Uh, yeah, well, my name's Stephen Peters and yeah, we're, we're pretty excited to be back. Where the, have you been, Rob? The four of us are very excited. In here You've we've got... got Molly, our mascot, our little Bichon, and this little puppy, this German Shepherd puppy, which I'm just adoring. I went up to Orange and picked him up. Orange, for those folks that don't know where I live and where Orange is, it's about a three-hour drive uh, out west from Sydney. And uh, that's where I had to go to pick this little baby up. Well,
3: we're going to talk all about uh, the dog because the dog doesn't have a name. Yeah, it, on me. so we're, um, for for those of you who have been uh, looking at our Instagram, you you would have seen lots of pictures now of the dog and Rob's journey to pick up the dog and decide on which dog to be hey. his new dog. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and also, we've got to work out a way to name. This dog Which yes. we're hoping All of our listeners Might be able to
2: help us Puppy has been working Very well But we yeah. do want a, f- a formal name now He's very
3: good He's happily it's just gorgeous. sitting here Isn't Watching he?
2: us now Which is great I shouldn't have said Puppy Look he's sort of oh, Trying to no. get all over me now Just sit down darling boy Good boy good But job. in the meantime In amongst all this excitement And having a little bit Of a break
3: over Christmas and New Year Rob's back at work Of course And um, you had a You had a really
2: Sad story this week oh, Didn't you look, in, I in really Very good friends of mine, um, very good sports commentator, world-renowned world sports commentator yeah, yeah, Ray really. Warren. He's done the Olympic Games, swimming, all sorts of things. Mm. Very well known in football, of course. Uh, his son, who's also a beautiful man, Mark Warren. And Mark has, as he said to me, I don't have any kids. Bella is everything to me. She's who's Bella. Bella is his Rottweiler, which we showed on the doggy pod and spoke about her. Uh, a few, quite a few years ago when she ruptured her cruciate ligaments they are the ligaments inside the knee footballer injury where you know, she turned fast and ruptured mm. the ligaments in there we had to operate on her she has been going really well however Mark saw that she was very lethargic very languid and thought what's going on brought her in for a checkup and as soon as I saw her I could see her her tummy her abdomen swaying you know, a little bit too much and you could how old is she? I guess, oh, she's 11 now um, mm. and nearly 12, actually. She's she's turning 12 this month, which is a long time for a Rottweiler. Mm. They, they live eight to 10 years of age is about their life expectancy, but she's been well looked after by Mark, well loved by Mark, taken everywhere, the beach, you name it. She's been, been there with uh, a lovely owner who adores her, mm. but... I thought, this doesn't look right to me. Just looking at her, you know, I guess, 50-odd years working in the veterinary practice, I get to see those things get a feel for them. Then I did actually do that. I had a feel inside. It felt her abdomen. And um, had a look at her gums. They were white. And I d- try not to get you know, too invested, but you can't help it. And I, uh, Especially when it's a friend and yeah, somebody you know well. And, and, and Bella and I have hit it off as well years ago. She's just a lovely dog. And so, yes, Mark saw the tears running down my face. And so he thought, this is really bad news, and he just let go too. He Mm. said, this is bad, isn't it? I said, yeah, this is really bad, Mark. She has um, growths inside her abdomen. So we ultrasound her, and unfortunately it was growths, not growth. Mm. Uh, If it was just one growth, then you might think about surgery to try and remove it, and even then you'd have to think very hard whether it's... um, worth it to her. you know, to Risk us. to her. Yeah, we, we, we want to do it because we want to live longer. Mm. But my job is to keep her happy for as long as possible. That's the important thing. And we discussed it and discussed it. At the moment, we're just trying palliative care to see if that helps her. What, what, as in on drugs? or On drugs. Oh. On drugs. And she, in fact, I put her on some injections and she's going a lot better. So she's gone home on tablets and then Mark will bring her back for a reassessment, reevaluation, and we'll decide whether we go surgery and biopsies. uh, I x-rayed her chest and that was the good news. There were Mm -hmm. no uh, secondaries in her lungs, which is always very, very good news. But there's certainly more than one mass inside the abdomen. And the only way you can find out what it is, of course, is to do just that, to open her up or to do a probe inside. But when you do a probe, of course, you might hit a big blood vessel because these growths, they don't have any defined architecture. You know, cancer has no friends and has no architecture. It oh. just grows in higgly-piggly, random, yeah. chaotic ways. And so if you put the, uh, a probe in, you may go through a big blood vessel and kill the animal. So I don't really want to do that. Um, we have Doppler, which we... A Doppler ultrasound allows you to see the blood vessels, but it's very easy to miss uh, the from the Doppler and hit the big one, and then that's the end of her. So if we're going to knock her out, we're going to... Take a open her up and see whether we can save her or not with surgery, but we may have to make a decision on the table, so we'll mm. see. So, yes, very soon. When, when is that happening sad. coming up? Well, um, Mark's got her at home and just having the whole weekend with her, so likely sometime this week, depending on how she goes with her palliative care at home with on tablets. If she doesn't respond, then we're not going to continue. Yeah, we'll we have to then. Right, we'll go ahead with surgery and see if we can save her. But we'll be going in with surgery. Mark and I spoke to this. We'll go in with a very open mind. If there's cancer all through her in her liver and her spleen and other areas of her body, we won't let her wake up. It'll, mm. yeah, he'll have to, he'll, and this is the hard thing. He virtually has to say goodbye to her.
3: On the operating table. Yeah, be,
2: I going to say, before I anesthetize her, he'll be saying goodbye to her. It's very oh, it's, that's, hard, that's, it's hard on yeah. everybody but it's the right thing to do by Bella as well that's really tough to mm. you yeah, have to do that well we'll keep um, our listeners
3: um, up to what happens with that one
2: especially with Mark there he's, he's just just a lovely lovely human being and loves his animals so much and I can't tell you what Bella means to him it's, it's going to be hard. <music>
3: Okay for for everybody who listens to the Doggy Pod and of course for people who follow us on Instagram you would know you would absolutely know that Dr Rob has a new pup in his life and uh but the journey of that pup appearing before us right now sitting on Rob's lap as we record this um started way back what middle of last year when did you decide oh, you, and one and on that. what sort of breed and mm-hmm. two why you wanted another dog? This, this place is full of dogs. There's
2: dogs everywhere. Look, I guess um, I'm you know, trying to go back in time to some extent. Mm. You know, This is not a replacement of any dog. In fact, none of my dogs have ever replaced another dog. No. It just doesn't it can't. happen. It can't. It's a new love, a new love. But when I was young, when my very first dog that I had, that I've spoken about, and people Strouse. say, oh, that would be Strauss because they all... Mm listen to the doggy pod and know that. Um, I did a lot of uh, work with him, obedience-wise. Mm. Yeah, We went into obedience trials. Just, we, you know, Strauss was a German shepherd. He was a German shepherd. Me. We did tracking. We did a lot of dis- disciplines that were there then. And nowadays, there's even more disciplines that you can do with your dog. And so I thought, yeah, it would be nice to relive that to some extent, have another puppy, do it all again, do obedience but, and do tracking but this time do all the other things that are available too, rally and um, there's scent work, there's agility, and just have fun with all those things. I'm Mm. not going to go out winning trials, but I'm going to go out and have a damn good time with this dog. (laughs) And So we're going to go back to those sort of things, and I'm going to show that all our listeners can see this on our Facebook page. Um, We'll be showing some of it on Bondi Vet as well that we work with. Oh, so Bondo Vet's
3: going to be doing some stories on on yeah. this dog as well. So
2: we'll all all work together as we always have. That's good. to try and bring you know, some fun into people's lives, some more knowledge about what they can do with their dog. because you can do all things I'm doing. It's nothing I'm not mm, special. Mm. everyone can do this with their dogs. There's places all over the world that have these obedience clubs that you can join. And get involved with it all. Mm. Dancing dogs, all sorts of things you can do with your dog.
3: So this journey started, um, certainly for people following us on Instagram, this journey started um, when we actually put a video of the conception of this dog, which which, uh, a lot of people didn't quite understand, myself included, (laughs) that it wasn't exactly what I was imagining. No, Uh, there, there was no
2: candlelit dinner. Well, and there,
3: there was, they were kind of just in the backyard, mum and dad, and with a few people standing around watching, which yep. is a little awkward, um, but kind of standing next to each other. They didn't mind. Which didn't I thought mind, was odd. Watching. But how does that work? For people who may remember the video, or if you don't, just scroll back through on uh, our Instagram feed and yeah. you'll see a video uh, of uh, mum and dad. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of standing next to each other, which... Excuse my ignorance of uh the anatomy of how a dog works but um how how can they
2: get pregnant just standing next exactly, to each other Exactly that I didn't know yeah. yeah, that's it's, that's it's that's what you're wondering did they throw their underpants together and that made them pregnant no it's more than that Um you know the male um when and only when the female is in uh what's called estrus a particular t- part of her cycle where she's receptive to being mated Mhm Um, And we can judge that by, A, her behavior more than anything else. What's called flagging the tail means the tail goes up and to the side and she lifts the backside up towards the dog saying, I am ready, I am ready. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he has to then mount and penetrate, but very quickly uh, the female clamps around the male's penis and the, the male's penis has this bulb inside which swells and they literally lock together. But they were standing and, next to each other. Yep, that shows the incredible dexterity of the <laughs> canine penis, doesn't it? Because then he hops off, and so otherwise putting all his weight on her for a long time because ah. they're locked together. So he's really just preserving his yeah, energy. And, really. and sometimes I'll turn back to back. The, the male can wow. turn right around, back to back. So that's impressive. A, that's penis a survival work. thing because when you're locked in together, if anyone's attacking you, you're in trouble. But if you've got teeth at both ends, it's not so bad. That's you know, so, impressive. Yeah, canines are an amazing uh, species. Well, the, the whole family of canines—they've gone all over the world. Canines, and I'm not talking dogs. I'm not talking dogs. I'm talking canines. So you yeah, know like the Arctic fox is a canine. Mm. And the, Amazon, there's a, a dog that swims, uh, catches its prey underwater. There's another one that climbs trees. They're they're just amazing family. But all, the, all of this evolution that has occurred, a lot of the rituals or anatomy of it is very, very similar throughout the canine species. Mm. So in dogs, and sorry, fam- familial dogs, in other words, yeah, Canis familiaris, the Uh, domestic dogs and wolves and coyotes, they will often lock together. And when you lock together, if somebody in the pack doesn't like you and wants to bite you, you're in trouble. So they turn, literally turn that way. But yeah, I mean, what happened even before that, I met the father in Germany and I thought, wow, this dog. You met the father in Germany? I was in Germany. We were on a a cruise there and I saw the father and I thought, wow, this is a spectacular dog. Oh my God, mm. he's really spectacular, and so I decided I wanted a puppy from him, and he came to Australia. He was coming to Australia. I was just checking him over to see if he was. You know, people said to me, make sure he's okay, and I'm, he was more than okay. He's brilliant. So Love what him. he was out here doing? a what a Kentucky backpacker tour or something. Oh no, he's, here to, stay he's cause here to it's stay because okay. it's a big ask coming from. So he's ge- a German from, Shepherd from Germany. From Europe to to Australia, it's a, it's a big ask and they you now crossed the equator for a dog all those things but he's took it in, in his stride this dog his temperament was oh. just spot on right on point and his mother the the puppy's mother also has this fabulous nature that unlike in german shepherds i like them to be a lot calmer i don't want a hyper excited
1: dog that's you know all the time
2: going carrying on i want Mm. a dog that's calm that's where the german shepherd should be if you read the breed standard of the german shepherd they're not a hyperactive dog like a terrier they're just a lot calmer and this to me reminded me a lot actually of strauss i thought yep this is where it's going to to uh go i wanted one of his puppies when i saw him so yeah that was it so then
3: um what followed of course was um a waiting period so what's what's the Mm. um what's the pregnancy period yeah. for a, in, a, a dog
2: after mating three weeks later three to four weeks later you can ultrasound and see if there's puppies or not if they're pregnant mm-hmm. and she was ultrasounded and found yep she is pregnant and the whole period is nine weeks that's all nine weeks so then
3: you're just sitting there for nine
2: weeks. nine weeks waiting waiting well more than that because i've just heard yes the pu- puppies have been born and there's there were uh, f- five males in there so that was good news one to choose from, and some females. But I just wanted a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided on that. Would be why good. did you Why did you want a male? Um, it's a little bit more disruptive with a female because she's coming in the season all the time. Right. So it's very disruptive. Even though I would desex her eventually, just while they're in season, and then for after the season, every female dog that has a season is pregnant after the season. Now I don't mean they've got puppies inside. Mm-hmm. I mean they produce all the hormones of pregnancy. And that's why with greyhounds, if they come into season, then afterwards they don't race them for a while. You now they they produce milk and they can even tear if they run too hard, mm. tear the mammary glands. They're certainly a lot quieter. They're not you know, they're just more sedate as as a pregnant woman would be. Mm-hmm. And so you know they're not as willing to wanna to go and work and that. They just wanna relax and that's fair enough. No one should be working them. They should be just relaxed. So um, I just like the drive of male. I haven't had a male for a while. I usually have females mm. but I just wanted to get a male to, to train and have that going for me. So that's been good. It's been I've only had him for a short time now, just and already he's this puppy he's his toilet trained, his lead trained. And the good thing is the people I bought him off the uh, the Morrissey's in Orange spend a lot of time with their puppies they have this big track that the puppies walk around so oh yeah yeah well I saw that in the, in the videos yep. yes, yes they have a lot of grandkids and they welcome them you know all of them to the puppies to come and play with the puppies mm. so these pups were well socialized really well socialized and I love that and this little guy I've had him outside I've you know took him up on the on on the main road just next to the main road, watching the traffic. Yeah, he was fine with all those sounds. So very important to get the right nature and the right social um, aspects of a pup.
3: All right, so so nine weeks have passed, puppies are born Mm -hmm. and then you have to drive out uh, Mm -hmm. to inspect them. But you, couldn't, you didn't do that straight away, of course. You...
2: No, I wanted to, but it was all around Christmas time yeah. and the clinic was very busy, plus family commitments. Unfortunately, I didn't get out there straight away. In fact, I didn't get out there until they were ready for their vaccinations and microchipping, which occurs at six weeks.
3: So you first see all the puppies at six weeks. Yep. What are you looking for to, to say, you know, that's pretty hard when you've got all these gorgeous brand new puppies and yeah. you're thinking, well, I've got, to, I've got to pick one of them.
2: It was a bit um, two-way street with this pup. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I've heard it said before, he picked me. And it was yeah. really was. Like, I went in there, all the pups were there. It was a hot day, very hot day. And they were pretty sensible. They were in the shade. And so I walked over into the shade and some played with me for a while. He stayed and kept playing. And I wasn't looking for confirmation. I wasn't looking to put in the show ring and win mm. dog shows. Yeah, he might make it in the show ring. I don't really care, one way or another. What I cared about was temperament, and this dog was right up there. He was, you know, not in your face, but, yep, want to be with you. Oh, here's my toy. You want, want to play play with me for a while? Yep, we played under mm. the tree and straight away I said, see, look, this is the one. I said, funny you should say that. Everyone wants this puppy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but was there, was there, like, eye
2: contact? All of that happened with, with this pup. He just mm. looked me straight in the eye, and, uh, yet yeah, there was certainly... Yeah, He wasn't uh, scared at all. He wasn't uh, in any way shy, but none of the pups were. All the pups had good temperaments, mm. but this pup was just, there was just something about him that he wanted want to play. He wanted to stay. I, I moved away. He moved with me. Uh, and I went over to talk to Steve. He came over as well. I thought, yeah, you are definitely the one. There was, it was temperament that I was looking for, and I found it in this puppy. So he sort of straight away wanted to be by your side. Yeah, and he's all right through he's been like that. Um, Steve said he's really you know, likes people and wants to engage with people oh. and interact with people all the time. They all did. They all did. He just went that little bit extra mile, and especially with me. And so that was the end of it. I just thought, yep. You're it. So then
3: then you, you decided, okay, he's the one, but you couldn't take him straight away, could you? No,
2: it's... Um, you're not allowed to take puppies in New South Wales until they're eight weeks of age. We vaccinate them two weeks before. Why is that, though? Well, they- to make sure they're, they're, they've been vaccinated, they've been, you know, um, the vaccine's taken. The vaccine has oh, yeah. some take, it's had two weeks, and the puppies are old enough to you know, part from their mother. The mother by then doesn't want them near her because they've got sharp teeth. Now this little guy has needle sharp teeth now, and he had them then, and so Mum doesn't want those chomping on her uh, breasts because they they hurt like crazy. So she's ready to now she's parted with them. That's it. That's finished. And they were fine. They by by eight weeks they're very self sufficient, and so they can. Go to their homes, mm. and so I drove out there and picked him up at eight weeks. That must have been exciting. <laughs> Putting him in the car, and it's like you're mine now. The hardest thing was making sure I didn't speed. <laughs> 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 Three hours is a long drive, but no cruise control. I didn't speed out there, folks. It was good, and yes, and 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 again, I went out there, and who who greets me at the gate? First he dog, does. really? The, the pup does straight away. He's ah, the one. He's the one. And uh, it was. It was just a walk in the park to say, "Yep, yeah, that's the one I want."
3: All right. So now, on that trip back, that must have been fun drive because it's you know it's a four and a half hour drive, mm-hmm. uh, and what he's sitting in the back of the car in a little crate, I'm guessing.
2: Correct. I mean, the temptation is to put him in, on your lap. I, <laughs> I had. Whilst I had done, driving. Yeah. Well, I had my my. my Son-in-law, Brandon, with me. He was going to, you know, he comforted me out. Mm. And he said, look, I'll drive for you and see him on your lap. Mm. No. As tempting as that was, it's safer for him and for everybody course, else in the yeah. car to have a crate, which we had. Also, what I'd done with him, we know that six weeks, I left blankets and towels for him to, uh, with my smell on it. That's them. right, yeah. And they yeah. stayed there. So he had, you know, they also had his brothers and sisters laying on those so he had, oh. that, he had that smell on those towels and on that blanket. We put that inside his crate. So he was traveling with all those smells oh, and familiar. felt relaxed and comfortable because, remember, dogs live in a world of smell. Oh. And so he made the trek out. We just, and he was so good in the car. Yeah, you know, I was expecting to hear whinge yeah, it's him a, it's all a long all. Yeah. Not one time did that puppy whinge at all in the car. And
3: it was his first car trip as well. And he
2: was fantastic. I just, yeah, you know, we kept getting him out, and every hour or so, we'd we'd you know, go for a little walk, find a little park, go to the toilet, make sure he had a drink of water, put him yeah. back in, and off we go again. He was just unbelievable. <laughs> I just, I thought to myself, yep, this is absolutely i've been kissed on listen i'm going to tell you something terribly i was kissed (laughs) on the ass by a rainbow when i got him (laughs) he's lovely interesting
3: turn of phrase anyway um (laughs) so then then the big part of course of this story is you bring him back here um to our studios and your clinic yep and um of course this place is full of dogs yes so uh, how did you navigate that
2: well, you've got to know which dogs uh, he could socialise with <laughs> yeah. directly and which dogs will take a bit more time. So um, we have a, a back room where I'm sleeping and his a crate went in there straight mm. away, the same crate that I took with me away, and that's where he sleeps at night. In, so, in the crate? In the crate, and I'm in the bed right next to him. I can put my hand in the crate, right, right. my fingers through the crate, and he gives me a little lick. Right. Right. Um, He's never really cried at night, so he's been fantastic. Even the first night, you know, I expected to be up all night every few yeah, hours. Yeah. Not once. Not once. He slept through the whole night. Wow. Like we had a, a little run around the backyard. We fed him and everything, kept playing with him. Stayed up a little bit later than usual. Not much, about 30 11, 11 oh. o'clock. Wasn't really late. Just to, so so that I would know that he's had as much time as I could playing. Him in the crate and didn't hear from him till the morning. Till I got out in the morning, got wow. up, let him out, and uh, out we took him outside straight away because I know, well, like all of us, yes. that he, he wants to go to the bathroom. So, off on the grass, he did his toilet straight away. And I, of course, while he's going to the toilet, I'm u- using my words, which is be quick, be quick. And he's all well, he hears, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But every time he goes to the toilet, he hears those words. And after a while, what happens is it's a Pavlovian conditioning. Oh. And he hears, be quick, he says, oh, I need to go to the I toilet. Better go to the toilet. He knows it's time to go to oh, the toilet. Oh, there you go. So be quick, be quick. That's, they do say, try and use a cue word of some kind. I don't know why. Uh, and so I will just say, be quick, and right. off he goes to the toilet. Okay. Um, and, and has he been getting on well with, oh,
3: with the other dogs here?
2: Opie, my old English sheepdog, and mm. him are just best friends. Already. Oh, nice. Albert, not so much. Albert says, I am not a <laughs> Albert little... Albert the pug. Well, Albert would, would play with him, but he's so rough. Mm. The little puppy gets too rough. And so Albert jumps up right up on the lounge and uh, while the pup's on the ground says, this is safe. Yeah, I'm, I'm bar here. <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> yeah, I'm right. bar. He's fine.
3: Okay, so his, his, his journey's going really well right now.
2: All good. I can't
3: wait for the rest of it all right there's one you know very important part of the journey of this dog of course and that is it's still just dog puppy puppy puppy. puppy. he yeah, I mean, doesn't oh, oops sorry sit down he doesn't he, <laughs> doesn't, he gets <laughs> excited when he hears that <laughs> he doesn't even have a name and i think he's pretty keen to uh, to have a name as well so um for, for those of you who follow us on instagram just yeah Put your suggestions in there in the comments, and uh, and Dr. Rob will go through them all. and uh, And uh, who knows, you might be the one who gets to name Puppy. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to have a name by by the next episode. So just for those of you who might remember uh, last year, um, we now have episodes out every uh, every second week, and episodes now come out on a Monday. Um, so you've you've got two weeks to uh, put your comments in there and the next episode we will uh, we'll let you know what puppy is going to be called. Hmm. It's pretty exciting. Uh, in the meantime, do follow us on Instagram and Facebook and, and we hope you've uh, enjoyed this episode uh, and more coming in two weeks' time and, and Rob, as always, wants the final
2: word. Oh, well, basically, if you want a dog that just is a companion and just want to go for a walk, that's fine. But if you want the full experience of owning a canine and really embracing all the fun that you can have with them, it's going to be your commitment in time and positive energy knowing how to use that. So think seriously, even if your dog's a couple of years old, it's not too late to join us on our journey with with puppy so you can be part of that. And you do the same thing with your dog. Look forward to... sharing all that with you in the future
3: yeah rob's going to be uh you know you can follow us on on uh, our various socials and you'll see the journey of puppy from uh from where he is now to training and everything it's going to be great anyway we'll see you all in two weeks time huh see you folks